We're unabashedly obsessed We've got to get it off our chest Please sit there and be quiet Hey everyone, I'm here in the studio, and by the studio I mean my living room, all by myself, all by my lonesome, because (laughs) as I was editing this episode, we started off, we were so excited, we didn't need to do an intro this week, because it was the first episode we'd recorded where we had all of our social media information in one place, and we had our theme song so we could thank Jamie for our theme song, and so we didn't need to record an intro. So we didn't get together this week. And then as I was editing, I realized that we had an hour and a half's worth of episode, which is a lot of episode. And we basically covered two things in that episode. So what we decided to do was split it into two so that you guys don't have to listen to an hour and a half's worth of us talking all in one stretch unless you want to. So the first half of the episode was us doing what we had started out. We had the idea for it to be like a segment. We didn't think we could make a whole episode out of it. We seriously underestimated our ability to talk at length about, well, anything. So (laughs) we decided to make this segment into its own episode. It is a segment that we will probably repeat in the future as its own episode. And then we'd basically just split the episode in two. So there is a second episode that will be coming out later today that is the actual topic that we had chosen as the subject for this week's episode. Yeah, so that's why there's two episodes. They're both a little shorter than normal, but we figured two shorter ones was better than one super long one. I don't know. Let us know if you'd rather just have it all in one place or if you'd rather we um, split it up in the event that we run into this problem again in the future, which we probably will because we both like to talk a lot. So just to make sure I've got all of our bases covered, um, you can find us on Twitter at UFO Podcast, at Unabashedly Aaron, at Unabashed James. You can email us, unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. You can find us on Facebook. We have a page that right now doesn't have much on it because I can't quite figure out how to work it. Um, and also a Facebook group called Unabashedly Obsessed with Unabashedly Obsessed. And then thank you to our friend Jamie Shaheen for our theme song. Did you guys know there was a ladder down here? Um, and yeah. Please enjoy this installment of Unabashedly Obsessed, wherein James and Aaron write a movie. Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> um, and welcome to Unabashedly Obsessed. Uh, we are um, excited because this is the first time. This is the, the um, podcasts always have this this episode, right. which is they've recorded some and then they got a theme song, right? And then. They became aware of the theme song. Now we know we have a theme song. We have a theme song. And we've had a theme song. You know our theme song better than... No, that's not true. No, I'm pretty sure we know our theme song pretty well at this point. You know our theme song as part of the beginning of this podcast better than we know that. Yes, Um, that's true. Because this is like the sixth episode? Sure, something like that. Um, And you've been listening to it, I mean, maybe multiple times. Yeah. Like, I, I, I can think of an episode in particular... That, that warrants multiple listenings. You can't see, but I'm nodding. She's Cause, nodding. Because I know exactly mm-hmm. which episode he's talking about. Do you? Is it all of them? It should be. <laughs> um, 
my god. Okay, so... We're such dorks. All right, so uh, welcome to the podcast. Uh, this week, we're going to be talking... I think the theme is generally going to be music that makes us feel like adolescents again. Uh-huh. So, contrary to popular belief, neither of us are actually adolescents anymore. I know. It's true. We are actually in our early 30s. Ugh. Ugh. So, that's going to involve a uh, large talk of boy bands. Yep. Uh, pop punk. Uh-huh. And that's and that's it. That's pretty. That's all we're going to talk about. So talking about something completely different. <laughs> um, we have come, been. Uh, it's been kind of a long time between us recording the last episode, which I believe was the podcast episode. And no, it was the potpourri. Episode. Was it the potpourri episode? Yeah. Okay. The McElroy non variety hour was prior to that. Okay. Cool. <laughs> Official titles. Yeah. Um. <laughs> What will this episode's title be? We don't even know. See, we don't. I, once again, you are listening to it in the future where we've already established what the title is. Yeah. And, you know, right now I could be like, it could be anything like Monkey Whistle. And it could be that we choose Monkey Whistle as the title. But it we, could but, or, be, but we or maybe probably won't. We probably won't. Definitely are. We definitely are. <laughs> um... Okay, so uh, we've been thinking of a number of segments that we want to do for the show as sort of like, they, they aren't big enough to do as whole shows because they would drive everyone crazy right. for a whole show. Like, nobody wants to hear an entire show's worth of us dissecting each other's dreams. Right. Except for me. Yeah, I'd kind of be into that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, so for now, the segment which we're tentatively calling What Does My Dream Mean will be just a segment until it becomes a three-parter. Right. Um, where we dissect one dream over the course of three and a half hours. <laughs> Which, I mean, so far we've kept our episodes to roughly an hour. Right. But there's always room for improvement. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then we, uh, well, we have a number of others. But, hey, Aaron. Yeah. Want to write a movie? You bet I do. <laughs> we didn't rehearse that before we did that at all. We, we didn't, except in our own heads separately, and it went pretty much exactly the way I thought it would. Pretty much, pretty yeah. much. Awesome, high five. Yes. That's a good high five. We did, we did, we did good. Um, so <laughs> you if, can see it, look at the waveform yeah, for it. Yeah, there's the high five right there. You know, it's, oh, uh, remember, remember we were recording the zombie episode, and uh, we both had coughs? Yes. And like... I could. I, I went through and removed all our coughs, and mm-hmm. I could. I began by the end. I could tell the shape of your cough and yep. my cough. Yep. It was weird. Um, I was really sick that time. I'd like to see a show where a sound engineer moonlights as a doctor who diagnoses through sound waves, like through sound wave shapes. I would watch an episode of that. Yeah. One I, episode. One episode. I, yeah. I think that's all it would last for. Yeah. Before, like, the end of the episode would be like, they're all dead. And he's like, <laughs> yeesh, I got an album to put out. <laughs> Credits. Yeah. <laughs> um, that'd be a bad doctor. A doctor be. should probably not say yeesh when someone dies. <laughs> probably not. Like, and be sort of cavalier about moving on. <laughs> it actually sounds like something that Dr. Nick would say. Yeah. Which, hey, Dr. I'm, Nick that you know. Dr. Nick that, that I now know. Yeah, so James is a huge fan of The Simpsons. I have seen episodes yeah. here and there periodically. Um, but yeah, when he was working on our theme song, our friend Jamie referenced everyone's favorite TV doctor. And I was like, Tenant! <laughs> it was not Tenant. It was... Actually, it was Jamie doing an impression of Dr. Nick, who I have never seen because I don't watch The Simpsons enough. 
Um, so James knew exactly what it was. I thought it was going to be uh, Dr. House, actually. When when he it, said everyone's favorite doctor, I thought it might be House. It did occur to me that it might be House, but he doesn't have a catchphrase. Well, yeah, I didn't know. I was really hoping it was going to be Tennant saying Alan Z. Right. Um, or even Matt Smith saying Geronimo. I would have been right. fine with that. Yeah. But um, no, it was it was Jamie doing a, a good impression of yeah. uh, Dr. Nick. Right. But I believe my text to you in response to that was, I have no idea what that was. Yeah. What what that was. Not who that was. <laughs> what that was. I couldn't even tell what he was saying. Yeah. I mean, it's the there's a cadence to it yeah. that um I that I recognize. Mm-hmm. Um that, you know, even if it was like eh, da 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 like I would know yeah. that it that, that it was, was what Dr. it was. Nick, yeah. yeah. Um because the funniest thing in the he sent us did you watch that clip he sent us? Yes, I did. And I was like, "Oh, maybe I have seen the no, I probably haven't seen this guy." <laughs> when I when I watch that uh when I watch that clip, it's the clip of Dr. Nick from uh 22 short films about Springfield, which is a an entire episode. It doesn't have 22 vignettes, but it's an episode full of vignettes that are all connected. Okay. Um so like at the end of that he was they were like electroshocking grandpa Right. and that like was like dimming the, then it would it like moved on to the next scene where the lights were dimming because okay. they were doing that. Anyways, it. okay. so it's the uh, it's the Doctor Nick part of that show, and I always imagine it as being uh, funnier than it is in my, in my head because uh, he he walks in, he says hi everybody, and they all say hi Doctor Nick because they're a serious board of, of right. medical. But I but I always and it may be that there's another part uh, if you're a fan of The Simpsons and you know what I'm talking about. Uh, Hey, write us yeah. at unabashedlyobsessed at gmail.com. Nice. Um, and tell me which episode this is this is from. But there's I I think Or you can tweet us at UFO Podcast on Twitter. Yeah. Or uh, leave a comment on this on this blog post. Yeah. Uh, at well if you found it, you know where where it is, but it's it's unabashedlyobsessed.wordpress.com. Yeah. There and you then go. probably whatever the title of this episode ends up being. So monkey whistle. Monkey slash, whistle. Slash monkey whistle. Slash monkey whistle. Uh, we, by the way, I should say we are not selling any monkey whistles at this time. Correct. Um, However, if you sell monkey whistles and you want to sponsor us, that, yeah, we're not opposed to sponsors. I will. I will happily shill for monkey whistles. Yeah. Uh, what if we had like an unofficially obsessed brand monkey whistle? Like unabashedly the, obsessed. What did I say? You said unofficially obsessed. The, it would be the official unabashedly obsessed brand. We would call whistle. it unofficially obsessed. Yeah. The we'd call it unofficially obsessed. Abashed monkey whistle. Okay. Um, and it would be uh, our brand. Now, would it be a whistle that looks like a monkey, or would it be like the monkey equivalent of a dog whistle? I think both. I think okay. it's definitely both. Okay. Um, so it calls monkeys yeah. and also looks like monkeys. Right, because monkeys like to hear that they're wanted, but also see that what is wanting them looks like them. Right. Like humans. Right. So there's a... <laughs> There's a an episode where uh, Dr. Nick walks in and says, Hi, everybody. And I swear there's one where it's just like, Hello, Dr. Nick. Like, not hi, Dr. Nick. They kind of, because they kind of were into it, but a little yeah. bit subdued. But I think it was like, I think it's like, Hello, Dr. Nick. Like, serious. Like Captain Holt greeting him. Right, exactly. As he walks in the door. Exactly. Oh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Brooklyn Nine-Nine anybody. is such a good show. You guys should watch Brooklyn Nine-Nine if you don't. It's so good. Podcast callback. Uh, Andy Samberg just did You Made It Weird. Just did oh, my podcast. I'm really excited. Which means that he'll be on our show next week. Absolutely. Andy, look for, looking forward to seeing you. Yeah, can't wait. Bring your opinions on Monkey Whistles. Yes. Um. So, yes. That's going to be on Brooklyn Nine-Nine next week. Just it, watch. it absolutely <laughs> is. You know, sometimes I found that that is the case. Like... 
Yeah, wrote, we talk about something on our podcast and then it shows up well, on Brooklyn Nine-Nine not on our, later. <laughs> not specifically those exact details, but like, for instance, one summer my, my, my dad and stepmom and I drew a comic book. Okay. And the character's name was, uh, I guess the team name, I'm not really sure, was Metaphor, but it okay. was like, they were like a meta, like metamorphing, whatever. Okay. That fall was when the first trailers for Mighty Morphin Power Rangers came out. Okay. I was like, huh, they ripped me off. Metaphor, Mighty Morphin, no? It's kind of like a... They no, didn't. No. Keep in mind, I was like seven or eight. Okay, so okay. Every, like, it started with the same letters. I thought so. this was like last summer. No, 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 no. Mighty Morphin Power Rangers... Because I have no Rangers, concept of timelines or anything. It's in... We've already established that you're a time traveler. I am, I am a... T- well... Because we're recording this in the past. You know, we're all time travelers, Aaron. We're all time travelers. We, we only just travel going forward one in way. time. Yeah, and really slowly. But you know... You can travel backwards in time. They're called time zones. That's true. I thought you were going to say memories. No. (laughs) (laughs) No. That's called thinking games. (laughs) Right. Um, Okay. No, like when I went to Japan. I I was in the future for a week. Someone. Oh, uh, this girl. I don't think I've ever told you about her. She was a freshman at my school. Um, College? Yeah. There's no reason not to say that I went to James Madison University. Um. She was a freshman when I was leaving. Okay. So, like, I had graduated, but I was still moving the chemistry building from one side of campus to the other. Okay. Friended me because she was going to be a chemistry major. I don't know if she ever actually finished with a chemistry major. Okay. But I guess, I don't know how she really found me specifically, but, so she's like, hey, I'm an incoming freshman, kind of want to hang out. Okay. I was like, I was with, you know, the girl that was going to be my wife soon and whatever. Right. I was like, I don't know that that's appropriate right i don't know you and i have a girl i mean like not that she was like want to hang out and be boyfriend girlfriend but like right. i like it was like and she you know so she was an incoming freshman so she was 18 right at best maybe right so whatever um but you know i friended her and and and, and would i i saw her one time in person at the at the walmart in harrisonburg Okay. But I was so nervous, and she was with her friends that were all having a good time, that I didn't go up to her and be like, hi, I'm this guy that you, you friended me, so... Right. <laughs> but I was too nervous, so I didn't. Uh, but like, not, you know, she has cool posts, and she would post about cool bands and stuff. She got super into Disney, and for her birthday this year, she went to, um, she went to Disney Tokyo, and then flew back to California, and went to Disneyland, like, in the same day. Cool. Yeah. That's... That's a long flight. Yeah. So. I would not want to go to, having, I mean, granted, she's six hours closer, assuming that she lives in California, she is roughly six hours closer to Japan than I am. But that's still, like, a seven or eight hour flight. Yeah. I wouldn't, having done seven or eight hour flights before, I wouldn't want to follow that with an amusement park. Yeah. After, I'm sorry, I have the hiccups, after having just been at an amusement park. I think that it's sort of like... I think she moved to California to be near Disneyland. So I think that it's sort right. of like she's going to go there anyway or whatever. Okay. She also, uh, her name is Tiffany, and she was a pit reporter for Warp Tour uh, during oh. college. So she got, to, it was like she would, she was on the Warp Tour going around to each place and like reporting on goings on and stuff. It was huh. cool. Yeah. Like she did a lot of, and she did college radio. I think, I mean, like, she was right to friend me. I don't really yeah. know how. Like, yeah. She... I mean, like, it sounds like she could not have picked a person in the chemistry department 
to have friended who would have been a better fit for your interests. Right, and it may have been that she... Because this was at the time... I mean, Facebook wasn't the Facebook anymore, right. but it was really close to, yeah. the, to that time. So it may have been that she found chemistry majors at JMU. You know, like how the how Facebook was supposed to be where you use right. it to track down classmates and stuff? Right. She may have track found... Track down stock, whatever. Right. Both. Yeah. Um, uh, to find... She may have found chemistry majors at JMU, and then I had my list of alphabetical except for Newfound Glory was first because I re- it was under a Newfound Glory list of bands that I liked, and she may have seen all the bands that okay. I liked as and, and friended me because of that. Right. That would make sense. Um, so, I mean, yeah. But, like, yeah. I mean... I thought, you know, I've I've stayed in touch, I guess. Yeah. I follow her on Instagram and, and she's, I think, Facebook friends and stuff. But, like, it's been a long time since we've <laughs> actually had any conversation or whatever. Right. But, yeah, that just made me think of, the time travel thing made me think of that. That's way more interesting than my random person hitting on me in a Walmart story. Um, yeah. No, was, I didn't. No, let's I know, just be- I know. You didn't hit, <laughs> no, but random person hitting on you and there was a Walmart. Um. Yeah, no, it was right after I moved to, I guess it would have been sophomore year, because it was right after I moved down to Blacksburg, I had transferred from Longwood to, to Tech. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I was in Walmart, like, buying tape, uh-huh. and some guy comes up and just starts, like, blatantly hitting on me. Like what? Like, I don't even remember what he said, but it, I mean, there was definitely, like, so can I get your number? Yeah. Um, within, like, three sentences of saying hi. Wow. I think it was like, hi, do you know which aisle has the XYZ? Oh, okay, cool. Hey, can I get your number? And I was like... In case you get lost? I was like, I have a boyfriend. Like, I'm flattered, but I have a boyfriend, which I didn't really, but Brandon and I were in, like, the... we were, It was clear that I was going to have a boyfriend fairly soon. Right, right. And also, I didn't know this dude in the tape aisle at Walmart. He was probably trolling the tra- tape aisle. He probably was. He was like, let's see who's going to pick up that yeah. scotch tape. He prob- <laughs> yeah, he probably was. And I was like, I have a boyfriend. He was like, oh, no, I just meant, like... He, like, tri- so, too super tried to backpedal, like... Oh, I just meant, like, I, I don't know. I mean, you seem like a cool girl, and, you know, I thought maybe you'd want to hang out or something. Like, you can bring your boyfriend, too. It's cool. And I'm like, I seem like a cool girl because I'm buying tape? I mean, I will say that tape people are, are pretty pretty good. I mean, I, I just said something like, I don't think my boyfriend would be into that. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Do you think that he wanted to have a tape-related threesome? I, I don't know. It feels like a sticky situation. Uh, uh, yeah, it does. That that was that was no you don't (laughs) that was that was the whole story so uh, your your random hey I'm gonna be at your school in your department and we have a lot of the same interests let's be friends worked out a whole lot more interestingly because mine lasted about thirty seconds yeah and ended up with him like I would randomly see him in other aisles and we would both do like the whole like uh, pretend I don't Uh... recognize that I recognize that person. It was so awkward. It'd be really funny if he tried it again, like having forgotten what you looked like. Yes. Hey, buying cucumbers? Cool. Uh, can I have your number? <laughs> that Yeah, it would have been. No, he had the sense to acknowledge that he had already hit on me. Yeah. Which I guess is a good thing. Yeah, I guess. I guess. Would have been a better story if he hadn't. Hey, James. Hey. You want to write a movie? <laughs> yes. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, so this is a new segment we're trying. Um, <laughs> that we've ten- actually already introduced. Yes, we have. We introduced, you may recall, about 10 minutes ago. Yeah. Um, so we went out, we reached out to Facebook and asked some of our friends for movie titles. Yep. Like, just give us a movie title. Right. Um, we got a couple people asking, what's the plot of the movie? 
Which would be a fine title to a movie. Right. But wasn't really the answer we were looking for this time. <laughs> That's right. Um, so the, the title that we ended up with was Sweet Action. Nice. And nice. that is courtesy of Dana Corbin Maple on Facebook. She is in the uh, Can I Pet Your Dog Facebook group with me. Um, you guys may remember Can I Pet Your Dog from our podcast episode, the Macaroni Non-Variety Hour. Yeah. Oh, what? Let's write a movie, and then we'll then we'll do no context corrections and updates to stuff from previous episodes. Sure. Okay. okay. Uh, so thank you, uh, DCM. <laughs> um, DCM also stands for uh, 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 methylene chloride. is is uh, an abbre- abbreviated often DCM in awesome the, in the thing. So super interesting, so James. Thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, for being that that great solvent for organic uh, analysis. Thanks, Dana, for all <laughs> the things. So, sweet okay, sweet action. action. So, I had some. Uh, we had sort of had some thoughts about. We this. had some thoughts. I think it sounds like a porno, and I agreed. But then we also thought that it could maybe be a not porno with porno leanings. I mean, like it's uh, it's obviously a porno. I mean, but if we were right. going to try to write sweet action not as a porno, you said obviously the best that anyone has ever said obviously in the entire life. Really, right now, yeah, you're like it's. Obviously, a porn. <laughs> my my voice dropped like yeah. six octaves. It, it, it was lower I than suddenly I suddenly became a dude. I've never heard you speak that low in my entire life. So clearly a porno. Um, it's it, clearly a porno. Um, <laughs> nope, <laughs> you didn't get high enough. Um, so, but but uh, but if we were going to write it not as a porno, all right, all right, with Sweet just action. like one or two scenes, okay, but not overall like. In most of the movie, people have clothes on. Right. Yeah. Then it would be. I think. I think we had we had thrown around the idea of um, it being like sort of a Die Hard style action movie, um, and but like the the female romantic lead like works. She's like a pastry chef. Uh huh. Yeah. Hence the sweet right. and the action. Right. And I think that was as far as I got. Well, so write me a plot. We had okay. So she's a a pastry chef. That finds herself in a diehard-like situation? Yes. A sticky situation? A sticky situation. Tape-related? Nope. Okay. No, pastry-related. Okay. Um, I don't know. There may be tape. I mean, there's probably tape in a bakery, right? Probably. I think tape would probably be the crucial... Like how it was in Die Hard. You know how tape... Like the, how he taped the gun to his mm-hmm. back and stuff? Yeah. Um, and she's not just saying that. Aaron's I... watched Die Hard way more times than I have. Yeah. Um, it's a Christmas Eve tradition. Not Christmas Eve. Christmas season tradition. Right, right. Let's not be silly. Because um, we have to do, like, Santa stuff right. and stuff on actual Christmas Eve. Right. But so, like, yeah, he tape was crucial to the plot of Die Hard. And it, and it would also be crucial to the plot of And I imagine Sweet somebody action. will end up being tied up with duct tape or something sure. at some point in this movie. Sure. I do mean, we're writing it, so we can make it whatever do we you want. Thi- All right. So, um, so characters? Characters. Um, uh, Dana? Dana! Hey, all right. Dana makes Danishes. She does make Danishes. Sweet Danishes. The only thing she's good at. It's no. really, you, don't try her muffins. They're no. terrible. Ugh. Gross. They're awful. Um, I think that the bakery that she works at would also be called Sweet Action. Yeah. Totally. And I think that, so, um, it would be next door to a bank. Okay. And I think that it would be sort of a heist kind of thing. Kind of getting into like a Die Hard uh, 3, Die Hard with a Vengeance, sort of like, like, it's actually about a heist that other people are doing, and then right. she finds herself. So she's an ex. Die Hard, Die Hard Three was the one where they ended up in the fountain with the jug, and they right. okay, 
Right. That's the only thing I remember. I've only seen Die Hard with a Vengeance once. It's really good. So, uh, so okay, so she's an ex, ex-Navy SEAL, turned pastry chef, working at Sweet Action. Okay. Next door to a bank. The bankers love the Danishes. I mean, it's at, like... Yeah, the, they do. The money has started to, to, they to be, like... They love her Danishes. Dan, I don't know you. <laughs> I really kind of don't either. <laughs> um... But, that we're, but we're not talking about Dana who suggested this. We're talking right. about Dana the Navy SEAL pastry chef. Right. Okay. Wouldn't it... Now, how crazy would it be if it turned out that Dana, DCM, turned out to be an ex-Navy SEAL pastry chef? I feel like... Well, no, because we're in a dog group together. That would not have come up in conversation. But, yeah, you, it wouldn't have come up. Right. Right. I was about... Well, so, no, I was about to oh, say yeah, yeah. I feel like I would yeah. know that. Yeah. But I don't. So maybe she just... <laughs> Maybe it's just that she has a dog, and she's like, "Man, when I'm done, when I'm done fighting off bad guys from my from my pastry chef uh, job, you know, like most pastry chefs, right? Um, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go see my dog and be like, "Hey, dog. Yeah. What's up? Hey, dog. Yeah. Um. Anyways, so okay, so uh, the hey, money dog. has actually started being uh, kind of powdery and gross at the bank because the bankers are eating the Danishes so much." Okay. Are Danishes powdery? No, no. They usually have like that clear glaze icing. Oh, even worse. Yeah, um, they're not powdery. the The bills aren't powdery. They're just right. like gross and sticky, and they stick together. And so the band- <laughs> we're cycling right back around to a porno. <laughs> so the bandits, how they're gonna steal all the money is they're gonna go in and just like flop down. You know, like those things, um, those those uh, those tubes that blow up money, mm-hmm. and you're like supposed to grab yeah. whatever. So they're just gonna do that and just flop down. And steal millions of dollars that way. Okay. Because the, the, they're so they're so sticky, the money's so sticky, that they're sticking together in, like, clumps of, like, thousands of dollars. Right. And they flop down. Those, like, bricks of money are sticking to them. Nice. So... So they're gonna, but they're gonna break in through the through the through the bakery. Yeah, I was gonna say we need to have right. some kind of like hole in the wall right. or something, right. some way to get from. The bakery into the bank and right. vice versa. So they, they've gone through. They've, they've already they did the hole, right? Um, and and they've stolen it, and then she comes into work. Okay. Uh-huh. So I'm sorry, you said they did the hole, and we're trying to not make this a listen. Out. I was gonna say they drilled the hole, but I didn't say that. Either way, they did the hole is just as bad. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Dana comes in. And she says, do you think Dana's going to appreciate that we named the main character after Oh, her? absolutely. Okay. I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> oh, <laughs> excellent, excellent. <laughs> so she comes in and she's all like, I just pictured Steven Seagal with like a woman's wig, which doesn't work. No, not at but all. But she's all like... No, we need, we need somebody hot to play Dana. Yeah, totally. Um, like... But I'm actiony. Picturing, I'm picturing... Catherine Heigl, but she's not who I want. Were you picturing? I pictured Catherine Heigl too. Okay, I guess Catherine Heigl, you've got the job. Was she a pastry chef in some show? Did she bake in something? She baked a lot in Grey's Anatomy. Oh, maybe that's what it is. Izzy baked a lot. Yeah, yeah. Um, I was picturing uh, Eliza Dushku, kind of. Okay, yeah, no, I could see that. Do you want? I mean, the mixture of those is Sarah Michelle Gellar. Oh, let's do Sarah Michelle. I feel like she hasn't had work in a long time. Oh. She's had kids and stuff, right? I know. That's what I'm saying. She needs her, like, back-in-the-game role. Yeah, and this is it. This is it. Sweet action. But she'd probably... It's fine. That, that'll, it'll keep us honest. It'll keep <laughs> us honest. Because um, she's probably she probably has clauses about, like, shirtlessness and stuff. Did she, she didn't get shirtless in... Um, in Cruel Intentions? Cruel Intentions. No. 
That was before she had kids. Her modesty's gone now. Okay. I mean, it's not a porno, but she's going to have to show her boobs. But... But it's kind of a porno. Okay. Um, um, which means we need, we need a hero. Right. Or, okay. or a romantic interest. Who is, who is her love interest? Eliza Dushku. No. We... Rats. I mean, there can be like a flashback scene. All of my Buffy fantasies need to come true in this, <laughs> in this movie. Um, no, I, I need a dude. Okay. Um, but, okay, so is he going to be the helpful... I want what? it to be The Rock. Okay. So create me an, a character An actual around... Rock? No, no. Dwayne the, the Rock Johnson. Dwayne the Rock Johnson. I'm okay. sorry. Dwayne, I know you're, you don't go by The Rock anymore, but you will always be The Rock to me. Okay. All right. So do pastry chefs have, like, sous chefs? I have no idea. Okay. Maybe. This is her sous this chef. This one does. Right. Her, uh, her sous chef, his name is Corey? Was that part of Dana's name too? Corbin. 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 Corbin? Was I think Corbin? Corbin. Let's find out. Let me check my notes. Yeah, Corbin. All right. And so, Corbin is a guy's name. Yeah, absolutely. His so, name, yeah. Corbin Dallas? Is that someone? Sure. Okay. Um, okay, so Corbin, the pastry sous chef. Um, Who, contrary to the way he looks... Has never actioned anything. Right. Like he's he's just a big guy. He's just he's he like he goes to the gym and stuff. But sure. he's not a former Navy SEAL. No, no, he he, he just like he is. He went to always, Vassar. He's he went to Vassar. Okay, yeah. he's I was smart. Gonna say, I was going to say he's always just his ambition has been to be a pastry chef. Right. He went to Vassar for pastry chef. Do they have pastry chefing at Vassar? He created the major he created at Vassar. The, okay. He's ambitious. Okay. He's like I'm going to Vassar. Their, their, their feminist sure. background is, is, is on point, and I want to learn how to be a pastry chef. Okay. And they're like, hey, but you can't do that. This is Vassar. And he's like, I'm the rock. And they're like, no, you're not. Your name's Corbin. And then he just stood up, and they were like, whoa, you're a big dude. You can do whatever you want. And We are not right. going to fight you. Exactly. And so he's like, crush us. And he's like, I need a kitchen. And they're like, great. And, and that they was, built him one. Yeah. And so, so he went through Vassar. He... He top of his class because he was again the only the one, only in the one in the major, right? <laughs> right. Um, but he was. It turned out that he was also very good, right? And he got he got hired on at Sweet Action because he's like that is a really clever name. Yeah. So now, if he's her sous chef, right. that's like se- that's like second chair, right? Is there some kind of tension between the fact that she's got the she's like the first chair pastry chef, and he wants to do that? I don't or think so. Is he okay with it because she's the owner? I think that it's more like you don't. This is going to be a reference that you might not get, okay. and that's okay because I'll explain it. So there was a show <laughs> you always do called Wild Wild West, okay. which they made a movie of with uh, Will Smith okay. and, and uh, Kevin Klein. Right. But and I never saw it. But the, so the oh, show. I think I saw the movie. Okay. So um, the show start had Jim West. Okay. Uh, who was this guy? And he was like. He was like on the Secret Service, so basically he was like a secret agent in the okay. 18, in the nineteenth century. Sure. And then Artemis Gordon, who was Kevin Klein, um, was sort Artemis of like Artemis is a girl's name. Yeah, I know. I know that. And but like never, like, but like really a girl's name. Like, but Artemis Roman, Fowl is a boy. Yeah, I think it's but Artemis, both. Artemis is the Roman, Roman god Diana. Of the yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, no, Greek, Artemis Greek, is... Greek Diana. Greek Diana, Greek yeah. Diana. Although the Greeks yeah. would, would rather you say that Diana is the Roman... Well, whatever. They're the same They're the same goddess. They just have right. two different names. Right. One is Diana, the other is Artemis, right. both of which are girls' names. Right. And I, I mean, I'm, 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 I agree. The bad guy in this, can his name please be Diana? Yeah. Diana boy? Artemis? Oh. oh, totally boy. Okay. Diana yeah. Artemis. Diana Artemis. And he... I would like him to spend a lot of the movie... Or Artemis Diana. 
Ooh, I like that. That that has a better ring to it. Um, I would like him to spend a lot of the movie uh, explaining that Artemis can be a boy's name. Yes. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> why I suggested it. Um, I mean, that was just implied. Okay, so Artemis Gordon was is basically a master of disguise and also gadgets and stuff. Right. So he was kind of the the sub subordinate okay. to Jim to Jim West. Like I think he uh, you know was outranked by him and stuff. Right. But they were always sort of like he, it was never a thing. Because okay. they do two, two different so things. So it's like the Watson to the Sherlock. What if he makes the muffins? Yeah, because her muffins are terrible. Her muffins are the all-time worst. Like, you can't even really call them muffins. They're more like... Rocks? Coal. <laughs> uh-huh. It's really weird. Everything else comes out... The Danishes especially come out great, but right. for some reason... She puts muffins in the same oven that gr- right. makes great everything yeah. else, and they make great muff. The oven makes great muffins for Corbin. At some point in the movie, she's going to make muffins to use as weapons. Yeah, she is. And she's going to use them as like blunt objects. Corbin is. But Corbin's going to use her her muffins. Right? No. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But it's going to be like she's going to be like, "What? I never make muff. I never make muffins. You make the muffins." And he's like, "No, this time." You, you need make to the make muffins. Them. Right, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I don't like him ordering her around, though. But is it sort of like a time of, 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 like, emergency and, like... It's a time of emergency and also sometimes it's kind of hot. Okay, fine. I Fair. mean, th- this is a not-quite-a-porno. Right. So... Um, so, I think, I think their relationship is, like, um, their colleagues, they, get, they, they learn from each other. Right. He understands that she's the one in charge, but, like... It's fine. But she understands that he makes really good muffins. Right. And he keeps trying to teach her. Right. And like, and they they, just I, I would like a, a montage where it's just like... Oh, absolutely. Oh, like, it would be like an opening oven door montage uh-huh. where it kept being like smoking wrecks. Yep. And then... Like, then, when he opens it, they're beautiful, yeah, exactly. beautiful muffins. There may be sparkles. Right. And then she... <laughs> sparkles! <laughs> <laughs> we should probably explain... That we're waving our hands in front of our right. faces to try and make our voices do weird things. We did that in the the Stephen King time travel episode. You couldn't... I just listened to it today. You could not tell we were doing that. But we have a new microphone. We have a new microphone, so it might... Tra- Let's try. Sparkles! <laughs> okay, so... By the waveform, I can tell that you have bronchitis. <laughs> yes, it does. It looks like I have bronchitis. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that looks a lot like my cough. Um, but so yeah, yeah. His, his muffins come out perfectly. Every time, and hers are just always... Yeah. They're not even muffins, it's just a muffin tin full of charcoal briquettes. Right. And so then we'd have a callback to that montage during the action when mm-hmm. they made them, and it'd be like... It, it could even be like an action version of the same song that played before. Yeah. And then like, they open it up, and they're like, let's go! And like, the main weapon they use are her muffins. Yes. Yeah. Loving this, she like punches people in the face with her muffins. Yeah, yeah. She like ta- tapes them, uses tape, yes. tapes them to the outside of her fist. Yeah, muffin for fist punching. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like brass knuckles, but yeah. you know, muffins. Bakerier, right? Ba- Bakerier. Yeah, more, the, more, more, more baked. Yeah, more baked than brass. Knuckles. Totally more baked. Um, yeah, I think that's good. Yeah. So, who would play Artemis Diana? See, I was going to say Alan Rickman. R.I.P. R.I.P. And also, even if he wasn't dead, he'd be too old. And also, that's just... I want, like, that's Hans Gruber much... era. Right. That's too much Die Hard. Right. Yeah. So who's the modern day Hans Gruber? I want Daniel Radcliffe. 
Done. Absolutely <laughs> done. Absolutely done. Uh, I, I would kind of like a facial hair situation. Yes. Going on. Oh, yeah. And it's got to be like gross facial hair. Okay. Like, I don't he, want like a, a neatly trimmed beard. I kind of want like. He's forgotten he, to shave. No, more like he's trying really hard to grow facial hair and it's not working. So, like a patch? Not, not like a single <laughs> patch on his cheek, but like, like a scraggly version of a beard. Like he has mange. Yeah. Okay, good. I like that. Yeah. He's, this seems like a comedy. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, it's an action comedy, not porno. Okay, I like that. I like that. Um, okay, so do we have any other... Does he have henchmen that we know? Are they played by anyone? The entire cast of Harry Potter? I mean... I would really, really love Tom Felton to be, like, his second in command. And never, ever refer to it. Never, ever even look at the camera. Like, no one... Yeah. No one talk about it. I'm willing to have several... I'm willing to have Rupert Grint. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I'm willing to have... Uh, Ginny has gotten super hot. Okay. Um, and Matt? Luna has gotten pretty hot, too. Who? Luna? Luna. Oh, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you said Lou. And no, I was like, I don't remember Lou has being... not. Lou has remained not good looking. Yeah. Um, speaking of people who got super hot, the guy who played Neville Longbottom, yeah. his name is Matthew. I am blanking on his last name. Yeah. Uh, how, oh, I, 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 would, I would like him in there. Matthew just... Hot Now? Yeah, Matthew Hot now. If he can just like lounge shirtless in all of the like in the background Dude. of all of the bank scenes, that'd be great. Derek, stand up and put your shirt on. We're trying to rob this place. But he's like covered in oil and he's like, No, I'm doing it. Come on, I'm doing it. Derek, no, those aren't sticking to you. It's just oil. Oil doesn't make things stick. You're just getting the, the bills gross. Yep, yep, yeah. And uh, I, I would also, uh, I would also nominate Sean Biggerstaff if we, if we, if we may. I don't know who that he is. He played um, uh, the the tender, the the Quidditch guy, who I'm who I'm blanking on what his name was. Um, he taught Harry Quidditch. Rob uh, Pattinson. No, no. Oh no no no! Oliver was that his name? Oliver Wood. Yeah. yeah. Oliver Wood. Because yes. both of his names are penises. Bigger staff and wood. I was like, Oliver is a nickname. Is like a euphemism? No. No, it's not. No, bigger it's staff. really not Chad. Bi- <laughs> <laughs> Our friend Chad, his son is named Oliver. A um, little bit of context, right? But okay, yeah, big, bigger staff and wood. That make that makes sense. Yeah. I so, thought you were talking about Cedric Diggory, and I was like, but no, that was Rob Pattinson, right? No. Okay. No. And also, he didn't teach Harry Quidditch. He barely taught Harry. He taught Harry how to die. Spoiler. He, 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 Todd. <laughs> How not to win a race like that winning In the time is... travel episode, you specifically said that you were going to stop giving spoiler alerts. Okay. Not spoiler then. And then immediately gave like five of them. Right. But. So I think uh, we would have as many Harry Potter alum as the bad guys as possible. But I'd like some of them to be masked. And you'd be like, uh-huh. is that? Wait a second. Is that? Except for, of course, Derek. Right. Who, I mean, come on. Derek, get up. <laughs> yeah, there's we we don't we don't need to give him a mask. No, because then it he barely it, needs anything at all. It, yeah, I'm thinking like gold metallic g string or something. I mean, sure, yep, gold because it's a bank, right? Yeah, and he and he dressed up fancy yeah. for this. I also I I think that Dana needs a quirky best friend, and okay. I would like to nominate Judy Greer. Agreed, because I mean that's what she does. Right? Is it too Twilight to want Anna Kendrick? Oh, Anna Kendrick is... She's going to be in there somewhere. Okay, great. 
I'd like Anna Kendrick to be I kind a of want bank her to, worker. Like, play our version, like our version of herself. Okay. Like who we think she is based on like her tweets yeah. and interviews. Right. Which may be a cultivated I, persona. I don't, I don't think, think so. so. But yeah, no, I want her to be like a bank teller. A bank teller that's just like <sighs> gross. Yeah, gross. And like <laughs> she sees the heist going on and it's just like coffee. And Danish. then just Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. And then and then she just lets the heist happen. Yeah. She's the Her worst. only line is, oh, gross. Right. Which and she then says she just eats several times. Yes. Yeah. Um, and she just eats a bunch of Danishes. Right. In the background. I think I think we could probably get Anna Kendrick to do that. I think so. I mean, we pitch it just like that, yeah. and I think we'd be fine. Yeah. And we tell her about uh, Matthew Hotnow. Yeah. His his whole role. Well, and so I was just going to say, you know, let's let's go ahead and wrap up. So at okay. the end, you know, they because obviously... Because this short segment... Yeah. <laughs> has gone on for 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, so they... At the, at the end, they, you know, stop the heist, tie up all the bad guys with duct tape, except for Derek, who is too oily to tie up right. with, with duct tape, and oh, also man. is busy making out with Anna Kendrick in the corner. Okay. Anna, if you're listening, I mean... Um, come on. Yeah. And then, um, obviously, Dana and Corbin get together and like make out in the foreground and maybe that's when we slide into a porno okay. like like while the credits are rolling over top of yeah because it's, it's, i think that's especially a good idea because the rock i think is like a, a, like twice as tall as sarah michelle Gellar. oh yeah she's tiny isn't she's, she? little, she's like five two yeah and i don't know how tall he is but he's easily how tall is the rock he is oh, six, six five okay so yeah um Matthew Lewis. Oh. Mm, I don't like that I like as much. Matthew Hot now better. We just wrote a movie. Yay! So come see Sweet Action, coming never to theaters not near you. <laughs> right. Dana, I hope you enjoyed that. I think I like including the names of the contributor. I think yeah. that makes it more of a stake in the yeah, thing. I yeah, I think so too. So if you would like to suggest a movie yeah. for us to massacre on, yeah. <laughs> on, on Mike, um, you, can, you can tweet us, you can email us. You can leave a comment on this blog post. Yeah. Um, I think, so I hope that that actually illustrates more of the kind of title we're looking for. Yeah. It needs to be not like, I mean, everyone who contributed like a joke, that they, they were all, right. they were all many of them funny. Right. But we were, we're looking for more like something we can build around. Right. Something that could theoretically be an actual movie title. Right. Okay. okay. So we wrote a movie. That, we did it. See, that doesn't take that long. It didn't take that Come long. Come on, Hollywood. Yeah. Although there are some Hollywood movies that I think they probably have taken far less time to yeah. write. Yeah. Yeah.